0: Open up your word with me. Who's ready for the word this morning? Open up your word with me today to Matthew chapter uh, 21. I'm going to be, if you do not get our newsletter, be sure you get our newsletter. You can go on to our uh, website and click on subscribe. Every week we send out a newsletter. I'm going to be sending out information on our newsletter. It'll also be on our social media sites uh, we're going to do things a little different this year. I know a lot of people like to do a fast up front the first month. You are more than welcome to do that if you wish. We're going to do things a little different uh, this year. We are going to do a first fruits prayer and fasting every month. And we're going to do three days at the beginning of every month when uh, we're going to be praying and fasting. And during that time on that Saturday, we're going to have a time of prayer right here on a saturday morning and i'm going to give you send out we're going to send out all those dates and times for you to mark your calendar for those uh this uh Tomorrow in our newsletter. So be sure you do that. It's gonna be our first fruit. It's three days out of the month. It's achievable Uh, Most people can do that of some sort. It's not a long drawn-out process, but it's gonna be our first fruits We're gonna start out every month uh, Giving our first fruits and our first time to the Lord. So um, be on the lookout for that the word in Matthew 21 I will be there in just a moment. I'm speaking on culture shock today and probably next week also, and maybe even a little longer. Uh, As we go into this new year, there are going to be some things that you are going to see that is going to be shocking. There's going to be some things that happen in our political world, in our secular world, on our television sets, in the media. That it's going to be somewhat of a culture shock. You're, those things where you look at and you say, how in the world uh, is this possible in the United States? How 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 are we agreeing to this? And it's such a shock because so many of these things that you're going to witness are going to go against the word of the Lord. And uh, knowing that, um, it is very uh, shocking whenever we, the church, believers see such things that are about to happen. And um, it, it is important for us to understand that. And when I was studying for today, I really heard the Lord say that we're going to be in some culture shock or we, the church, can shock our culture. And I believe that God is calling the church to be culture shockers this year. How many of you know that the church the and the word of the Lord should be controlling the culture of the United States of America? Amen. The media should not. Secular agendas should not. We, the church, should be the strongest thing in the culture of this nation and it is controlled by the word of the Lord. And I'm going to talk to us a little bit uh, this week and at least next week about this because everywhere you go, every every store that you walk into, every building that you walk into, every job uh, that you uh, will have, every restaurant that you will eat at this year every home that you visit guess what they have a culture about them they have a culture and culture is what people talk about whenever they leave a location whenever you leave a restaurant and you start talking about it you are really describing the culture of it you may say the people the people there they were friendly or the 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 food was okay, but the service just was horrible. And no one spoke to me. No one greeted me. We waited so long. And before you know it, uh, you are describing the culture of that place. And people don't leave a church, people don't leave an organization and talk about the mission or the vision statement. They simply talk about the culture of that organization. They use their five senses and they start to describe it. And before you know it, it is a culture that has been formed. And even churches... Like legacy, we have a culture. You can go to twenty different churches today in this very city and experience twenty different cultures in those churches. There are things that I say right here. There are messages that I preach right here. There are terms that I may use right here that uh, that is part of our culture. But if I were to go to a a church down the road, I would not be allowed to 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 preach or speak in this type of fashion. The uh, As great as our band is, isn't our band just great? They're always great. Best in the city, I believe best around and no matter how great they are no matter how in tune their voices are no matter how in tune they are with the Lord there are songs that we sing right here on this stage that if I if if I were to take the band and we were to go uh, somewhere downtown or somewhere uh, uh, down the road guess what if we were singing some of those songs like when I move my body guess what when I move my feet they would kick us out of their church we'd be moving our feet back to the legacy right here and singing them right here because the culture just does not allow that type of worship but every place every church has a culture And during Christmas, we uh, drove to Baltimore about a 12-hour drive. And on the way back, we were listening to a podcast. And the guest speaker on one of these podcasts shared some things about the church for this upcoming year. And he was talking about three different cultures that churches in America are going to find themselves in this this year. And it was dive, survive, and thrive. Dive, D-I-V-E, survive, thrive and thrive the dive culture that churches will see are that dive culture uh, if you're in that dive culture you're literally you're spiraling downward you're going head first another word is the churches that are dying in america the second was survive the the the, the survive culture is is uh, is not good. You, it may sound, oh, we're surviving, but it is. It is the church that's simply surviving. They they just want to maintain. They're they're holding on for dear life. If if we can just get through this Sunday, if we can just have one more service and we check it off, we've we, we've done everything that we can. We're we're surviving. And then the third was thriving. It is it is a church that is growing. It's getting. It's the church that even in the middle of chaos, they're getting all the right people in the right seats. And, 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 and when something happens like a pandemic or a, or a shutdown, they can quickly pivot and turn and make the right adjustments to keep thriving even in the middle of this atmosphere of, of, of America that we are in. But sadly, most churches in this year will be somewhere between the dive and the survive. But how many of you know this morning that when the world presses pause, the church needs to press play, amen? When the devil says stop, that's when the church needs to go, amen? When the enemy says be quiet, that is the perfect time for the church to let out a roar from heaven and let the devil know we're not stopping and we're not quitting, amen? It also comes with your culture, but this simply surviving culture, guess what? It is oh so tiring. It will wear you out because one surviving service in the church, one service where we're just singing three songs and praying and preaching just to say that we did it, just to say that we're having church, one surviving service is so much more tiring than four thriving services in one day. Just surviving is so draining And for the church and for the Christians that think that this simple turning of the calendar year, this new year is going to alleviate the symptoms of 2020, I want to tell you, sadly, you are wrong. And you will find yourself in the culture of simply surviving or in that draining state of life in year 2021. But while the new year will bring its new challenges and while the new year will bring new obstacles for you and your family and for our jobs and even for our churches guess what, the year will not predict our outcome, amen the calendar will not predict our seasons, some will say nothing can grow in the winter but I want to tell you something in the middle of winter, God can do anything that he wants to do because he he is in control here, the calendar will not dictate our seasons for the spiritual calendar is far greater than the natural, amen this year, the word of the Lord will have more authority over your life than a calendar will. Somebody needs to claim that today. This year, the word of the Lord will have more authority than a doctor's report. Amen. This year, the word of the Lord will have more authority than any news program, than any social media status can bring. Because as a man thinks, so is he. And I, this year, we will think upon his word. And this year, your culture will not be according to the times this year the culture of legacy will not be according to the times of this year and what is happening in society but this year what is happening here in the church it will all be according to his word amen Amen. let me mess with your culture just a moment Let me mess with your theology just a moment to start the year. The word of God is here. The word of God is right here in front of us for thousands of years. It has been here. But guess what? The word will do you no good until you start to believe in it. It is before you. But it will do you no good until you start to believe in it. And the possibilities in your life in this year will be proportionate to how you believe and practice the word of the Lord. Your life, this will also mess with some of you today, your life is not simply up to God. Yes, God has a plan for you. Yes, God has a will for you. But it is up to you if it is fulfilled or not. It's not one of those moments where we say, well, it's all in God's hands. So I'm going to sit here and do nothing. I'm just going to sit here and warm the pew. It's all in God's hand. Yes, it's in God's hands. But listen, this year will be up to your obedience and your walk with the Holy Spirit. And for some, you are going to have to shock your very own culture that you have created for your own self. I feel like the Lord wants the world and the church to know this year that this year will be a year of choices. And it will be a choice-driven year. And your choices will either put you in the will of God or put you in the place where you are simply surviving. Now, what that means is for the church to experience his glory that we sing about. For the church to experience those moments that is like heaven coming down on earth. For, for, for the church to experience heaven on earth, there are some keys to the kingdom. There are some keys to creating that culture. He said, whatever you loose on earth, what, what, it will be released in heaven. In other words, if you choose it on earth, if you obey it on earth, if you live it on earth, if you believe it on earth, the word says that he will release those results down from the heavens and he says whatever you choose to disobey on earth whatever you choose not to practice in your life it says that he will lock it up in the heavens he will not release it on you this is a key to shocking the culture today and as we look at Matthew 21 verse 21 through 20 uh, through 22 I want to talk about a couple of key words right here that God is putting in the hands of the church for the church to walk into places and start changing the culture of them. Matthew 21, verse 21 and 22 says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also it will, you, if you say to this mountain, Be removed and cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask, and whatever things you ask, and whatever, somebody say whatever, whatever you ask, right here, Jesus is not putting a category on what he can do. He is not setting a limitation on what our God can do. There's no category put on it. It's just whatever. God, I don't like third shift. I want to work first shift. He says, whatever, bring it to me. Lord, I don't want an hourly job. I want a sourly job. Whatever it is, bring it to me. Lord, they said, I just have three months to live. He said, that's no problem. Whatever it is, bring it to me. Lord, I've not been able to save money in the last five years. Whatever it is, bring it to me. God, CNN said it's going to be the worst year of life. Who cares what they said bring it to me it's a whatever lord i'm I'm tired of dating bums i want a good person in my life he says that is achievable it is a whatever god i want a spouse that will be true to me whatever you want bring it to me i want all of my kids to be in the house of the lord serving god whatever it is he says it is a whatever i'm not putting a limitation on what i can do for you this year whatever 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 can somebody say whatever with me this morning And I believe, God, if I just had about 50 people in this house this morning who could get a whatever in their spirit, do you want to know what would happen? We would have an upper room encounter right about now if somebody could believe, God, whatever it is, whatever it is, I will bring it to you. If about 50 people would get it in their spirit, we could tear this house up this morning. It is whatever, whatever, whenever you get that whatever in your spirit, you will be able to walk into culture and shock it back to what God wants it to be. Whenever you get that whatever, you walk into work on Monday morning, and everybody else is in a Monday attitude, and everybody else is complaining, how are we going to do this? But you walk yourself in there and just say, I don't know what it is, but I serve a whatever God, and whatever it is, God is, it is possible unto him. Whenever you walk into a doctor's appointment this year, and it's not the report of the Lord, you will look at him and say, I hear you, but guess what? It is a whatever to my God, and whatever it is, God can fix it just like that. Why? Because I serve a whatever God. Whenever you get whatever in your spirit, you don't care about what the world tells you God can or can't do. You know. You 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 don't let news medias predict this year. God created time. And it's in his hand and he, he is a whatever God. Revival happens when a bunch of people get together and say, the world may look like this. The, the world may say this. The, the world may look like this and say, this cannot happen. But I have a whatever God. Whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Woo. Whatever. There's no limitation to my God. If there's no limitation to our God, why why is there limitation to our worship? Mm. Woo. If there's no limitation to his miracles, why is why is there limitation to our giving? If there's no limitation to our if it, if, if it is if it is boundless, if it is endless, why do we limit him so much? Why? Getting whatever in your spirit is a key that God is giving the church this year to shock cultures. But there is a little word that is before this big word of whatever. And it's in Matthew twenty-one, twenty-one, where we started reading. It says, so Jesus answered and said to them, assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt. Mm, doubt. While whatever makes you want to shout, doubt will steal your shout. And in 2020, many believers fell into and started creating a culture of doubt. Many churches believing in God started creating a culture. Of doubt doubt is one of the most difficult things for you to control but the key to the culture shock of whatever is not to doubt God, doubt is a head thing. Believing is a heart thing. Doubt is in your head, and it has to do with your willpower. It has to do with what you what what you allow in your head. It has to do with doubt. Doubt. Doubt is all about. Whenever the devil starts whispering, you have the ability to say, "No, devil, you're not speaking to me today. No, devil, that is not the word of the Lord. No, devil, that is not the promises of my God. No, 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 no." And you, that, they, all has to do with your willpower but but believing is a heart thing and is conceived with your faith in the heart this is why and this this may mess some of your theology up too this is why you can have and wrestle with faith and doubt at the same time how is that possible because your heart has the faith but your mind is saying it's not possible so you are wrestling between the heart and the mind doubt is one of those difficult difficult things believing believing is a heart thing and is conceived in the heart. Believing is conceived in the heart. The Bible says with the heart, man believes. The Bible says that when the word is song, It is actually sown into your heart. The place that the word has got to get is inside of the heart this year. Amen. The the word has got to get back inside the heart of the church. It cannot be printed on t-shirts. It cannot just be printed on a wall. But guess what? This year, guess what? The word has to get back into the heart of the church. Can I get an amen today? It's got to get into the heart. And this is not referring to that blood pumping organ, but it is referring to that born-again spirit that we have. And listen, the way that you drive out doubt of your head, the way you drive out doubt is to have a constant flow of information coming into your head. And the way that you create doubt in your head, guess what, is to also have a constant flow of information coming into your head. Did you get that this morning? And now what that means is whatever you put into your head this year will either create or bring Break a culture of doubt, which leads to a culture of even God can't change this, or the culture of I don't care what it is, I serve a whatever God. The things that you are putting inside of your head. This, my friend, help me preach this today. This, my friend, is why it is so important for you to be in church every week. Why? Because just about all information that is coming at you every day of the week is coming to create a culture of doubt in you. Yes. All the information, just about all the information that you're taking in, guess what? It is creating a culture of doubt which is trying to make you forget that our God is a whatever God. That is why seasonal Christians do not experience the whatever of God. I'm just going to be honest with you today. It's a new year. You need somebody to be honest with you right in the beginning. And let me be really up front those that are here and those that are watching and listening online if you are a holiday christian and you are only hearing the word or getting in his presence on easter mother's day and christmas guess what you will not experience the whatever of god this year i'm just going to tell you like it is you may get a goosebump you may get a jerk Do you want to know why the church can't live in victory? It's because of the things during the week. That the church has a culture during the week and a culture on Sunday. And the cultures are fighting for each other. If you come to church, if you come to church and stay on your phone and are not taking in the word of the Lord you will not experience the whatever of God this year I don't care if you came and you checked in legacy church and then that that is what happens to so many people you get here and you start looking at your phone the worship was good now the pastor's preaching now here I am I'm coming through here I'm swiping I got on Facebook oh look Derek oh they eating at Shane's already I'm hungry I didn't know they were dating. Look at them! Oh, cool. Like, like, share. Oh, they got a sale going on at Belk. I'm about to, mm, I'll be there in just a few minutes. And before you know it, I'm praying the altar and you stand up and say, praise the Lord. And you walk out and you can't remember a thing I just said. Do you want to know that is the work of Satan inside of the church? And if that's you today, I don't mean to step on your pretty pedicure this morning. But let me tell you something. You will not experience the whatever of God this year. It's not about you listening to me. It's about you listening to the word. And this year, the cultures are going to be fighting for you like never ever before. Because listen, doubt arrives. Doubt manifests itself. Doubt multiplies, listen, when you start considering other information outside of the Word of God. You want to know when you start doubting? When you put the news above the Word. When you put your shrink above the Word. When you put your horoscope. There ain't no such thing as a Christian horoscope. The devil is a liar. I'll tell you right now. I don't care what your fortune cookie said. You can tweet it. You can post it. I don't care what it said. It is not the word of the Lord. And doubt happens. Some of y'all laughing because you did it. You use those lottery numbers too. We won't talk about that today. But now all of a sudden... The church has created a culture of doubt. And here we are. We've created such a culture of doubt because, like I just said, we have put other sources above the source, the word of the Lord. Doubt happens when you are believing God for something Doubt happens when you're believing God for a healing But all of a sudden you get a bad doctor's report that is contrary to what you were believing for So what do you need to do whenever this doubt comes in your mind? What do you need to how do you need to break that culture? You take the whatever versus the doubt principle and you go back to the word you get yourself back into the church You backspace on the world's report and you hit accept on the promises of God for you and your family and your your life and you get back into getting a constant flow of information into the word of your life Amen. why because the world is giving you information at record amounts of speed to make your head doubt so that your heart does not fully believe so that you will forget what uh, so that you will forget that the god of 2021 is a whatever kind of god Amen. and you will fall into a culture or you doubt. And let me tell you something. This year, whatever is in your heart will determine your outcome. Right. Why? Because the Bible says, as a man thinks or believes in his heart, so is he. Wow. Let me predict your future. Let me be your fortune cookie just a moment. <laughs> Do you want to know where you'll be at the end of 2021? This year, you will arrive at the place of whatever, whatever your heart allowed to occupy its space. Hmm. It's that simple. You don't need to pay extra for that. Don't worry about getting your palm red. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't go online. No, no, no. Listen, do you want to know where your, where your 2021 will be? It will end in whatever you allow to occupy your heart. That is where you will end up at. If you were hurt and you allow that hurt to occupy space in your heart, guess what? In 2021, at the end, you'll, you'll end up hurt. If you come in broken and, and you can never do anything, you will, you will be standing at the end of this year broken. But in 2020, listen, we, the church, allow the devil... I use the word allowed. We allow the devil to create a culture of survive in our hearts and in our churches. If I can just survive, don't lie, we all said it this year. Woo! Lord, if I can just survive. Lord, if I can wear this mask one more day. Lord, help me. If I can just make it, Lord. Woo! Oh, just help me survive. But before we knew it, it was not only a culture in our hearts, but we created a culture inside of our mouths. Hmm. And inside of our mouths is our tongue, and the power of life and death is lying there. Hmm. And all of a sudden, we created this culture in our, all of a sudden, we created this culture inside of our mouths. Why? Because Luke 6.45 says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is speaking. And all of a sudden, we started saying things like, well, I'm just holding on. Just holding on. we walking around like a sad country song. Like George and Tammy. We're going to hold. Hold on. We're going to hold on. That, that, the church. You don't believe me? I can give you a list of churches right now you walk into and it feels like, We're going to hold on. Why? 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 It's because a culture, we have allowed this culture. We're walking around. I'm just holding on. I'm just trying to survive. If I can just make it, if I can just hang on, I don't even know if my business is going to make it. I don't even know if my church is going to make it. I don't even know if we're going to live through this. Listen listen to how you talk. That is your culture. You want to know what type of culture you're breeding? Listen to yourself talk. Stay away from the naysayer this year Don't you allow them in your ear They may be in the cubicle next to you But you keep them in that cubicle Don't let them in your cubicle Don't let them in your life You don't have room for that this year Because you shall not live But you shall die you should, Sorry, you should not die this year You shall live this year <laughs> Don't listen to that word either You, the naysayer, has no place. Why do we keep giving them a place in our head? Why? Why does the church? Why does the church? Why does the church? Listen to how you are talking. And the things we let in our minds in 2020 is now affecting our faith in 2021. And has created a culture inside of us that God is ready to shock back into alignment this year. Do you know that the Bible said Jesus Christ showed up to the town of Nazareth? He was a homeboy there. He gets back to Nazareth. The word says that even Jesus, you know the bright morning star lying in the lamp. You know Jesus. We just had a big holiday. Celebration his birth that Jesus born in a manger virgin birth He could turn water into wine walk on water But it says Jesus got to Nazareth and the word says that even he could do no work there Because of the doubt that was in that city talked about we don't want to be the ends keeper but how many churches in America this year will experience no movement no miracles because of a culture of doubt how many cities in America will not experience a move because of a culture of doubt but guess what if you continue reading throughout the scripture he did not just leave them there to die But he went around from group to group small little towns and, com- and committees and meetings in this same This same area of Nazareth and he started teaching he went around and started over What he was doing is they did not even realize it But he was overriding the information that the world had put in their head He was just telling the gospel and they did not even realize what he was doing He was actually overriding the information in in their head and putting a word in their heart with the gospel. They had so accepted what had become normal to them that there was no room for even a miracle. Huh. Why do we have so many dead churches? Why do we have Sundays where it feels like something's off? Why, why do we have so many dead, dried-up churches even right here in our city? It's because we have accepted. This is just the way it is. It's a pandemic. We can't worship. We can't grow. We can't prosper. We've just either got to dive or survive. Why do we have some? We're just going to sit here and survive and occupy until he comes. No, guess what? God did not intend for the church to be a barren place. God did, God, not and this year God doesn't want a church to be the frozen chosen. God doesn't want any church to be us four and no more. No, 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 no. God is looking for a church to break every culture norm. He is looking for a church to start a new culture in Rome, Georgia and praise God I want it to be legacy church I want it to start in your house and spread to this house and spread around this city he will, a, he will be a stream in the middle of your desert this year but first your culture needs to be shot back into alignment with him stand with me this morning this my friend is a key that God has given to us to unlock something new this year If we, it's the key of whatever. Stop putting limitations on our God. If you would have told me last year we would close our doors, nobody would be here for nine weeks, I would have called you crazy. Was it nine or 12 weeks? It's all a blur. Who cares at this point? All I know is that it felt like eternity. If you would have told me in the middle of that, when our doors were closed, we'd be breaking all time giving records, I would have said, you have lost your mind. If you would have told me in March that we'd still be wearing masks, I would have said, you have lost your mind. If you would have told me that we would be a tire year of pandemic and we would break last year's giving record about that amount of money, I would have said, you have lost your mind. But he's a whatever God. Yeah. What? gods show off in the middle of pandemics. Whatever gods show off on New Year's. Whatever God, do you want to know what whatever gods are doing right now? He has angels in heaven right now working on your behalf. Because he never stops. He never stops working. He never stops. He never stops working. Sing that out. He never stops. He's a whatever, God. He's a whatever. Oh. He's working on your behalf this morning. Turning it around this morning. Come on, turn it around this morning. Oh. He never stops. He never, he never stops. He's a whatever he never God this year. Come on, raise up your hands working. with me. He never hey. stops working. He never, he never stops working. Stopped working. God right now. I pray over every home, every family that is here. Legacy homes will not be a culture of doubt this year. I break it off right about now. You have no place in our homes. There are People in this place, they have doubted their kids will ever come back to the Lord. You have doubted your marriage will work. You've doubted if you will have a job next week. The devil is a liar. Break it off. He never stops working. Stop.